Hey everybody, it's Ed Weeks with Kate Rave. This is Marketing Inbound NY. It is December 26th, the day after Christmas. On our way back from a meeting, doing a little driving today. We got some technical difficulties, but we will recover. Kate is in control. Without further ado, here she is. So I apologize now for my abilities here. Um, so yeah, I hope everyone had a great holiday and um, we wanted to talk to you a little bit today about owning your business, which is gonna be like a double meaning here. So yeah, not only did you start that business and you are listed on the owner as, on your business card, but are you actually owning your business? So I had a conversation with someone recently that was talking to me about you know wanting to grow their business and they they want to set goals but they just don't have time to put the effort in so if you're not growing your business or if you're not owning your business who is what wait a minute they don't have time they don't have time why are they in business i think it's like a hobby but now we want to make money off of it oh that's a tough one yeah it's a real tough one. It's also, it gets frustrating for me listening to that um, because if it is your hobby, if it's your part-time gig, it's great. If you're trying to make that your full-time success and you're only putting in the same amount of effort and time that you would put towards a part-time job or a hobby that you enjoy doing, then what do you expect to come out of it on the other side? Yeah, I mean, if you're just trying to make a few bucks, a little side hustle, I guess that's so be it. But if you want it to be your full-time gig, you've got to put in full-time effort. Oh, I'm missing something on this one. I think you need the bent. That's why we're really doing this podcast. It is. It is. And you just said side hustle. I did, and I hate that he word. He never but, lets me say side hustle. But you know why? I mean, I think that's what applies here because people look at business and things that they're, they're dabbling. They're and I hate the word side hustle, I do, but I, I hate it because so few people actually put in the hustle. <laughs> they just use that overused term today and they think that they're just going to magically create this amazing income on the side, whatever it is, just by, you know, putting a few hours or days into it. And it's just not reality. Here we are, what? It's three o'clock. It's the day after Christmas. I would have much rather just kind of chilled at home, but we had to do a lunch meeting today and talk about some other business we have going on. And we're here doing our podcast because our side hustle is that. We're hustling our asses off, excuse my French, but we're doing what we have to do. And we're out here, I have two meetings tomorrow. I mean, we have a lot of things going on and we're making it work. There's no part-time effort. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So. Well, if you put in part-time effort, you get part-time results. So why bother? I remember when I first started my business, you know, coming out of uh, crazy hours at my previous job, my previous position, and I start this business and it was like, oh my God, I get to make my own hours, I get to set my own schedule, and I was, I don't know, 90 days in that my husband's like, yeah, where's your own paycheck? So when you're only working 15 hours a week, <laughs> I, unless you have some magic trick, or you've been doing this for... I don't know, 25, 30 years, you're so established that you have a staff that now makes it run smoothly for you, you still have to put in that time and that effort. And even then, I don't agree that you shouldn't be a little bit more hands-on um, because it is still your your name at the top of, of the list for the business. I, 
I agree. So many more problems happen when you kind of let your hands off the reins, right? And hoping that you have. I mean, the ideal situation is to create a business that doesn't need you every day, but ultimately you need to be on top of your business because nobody's going to treat it the way you do. I don't care what anybody says. So. Right. And if you, it does not become clear to your employees, your staff, that you're passionate and that you're all in for your business, why are they going to be all in for your business? Think of how much time and energy and effort you put in there. And it is because it's yours. It is because your name is on it. It is because at the at the end of the day, that is, you started this because you were passionate about it, that you have employees that it, sometimes it, it is their job that, yes, it might turn into their career, but if they don't see how passionate you are about it, what is going to drive them to make sure that they're passionate about what you're doing on a regular basis? So we do have to take a quick break and we'll jump back into the subject in a sec. All right, so when I just made that statement, if you're not owning your business, who's really owning it? Or if you're only putting in part-time hours, how are you expecting full-time results? I hope for a few people that hit hit a nerve um, because it was the first time, like I said, that lack of full-time paycheck term was thrown at me. Like, I, I got a little offended, and then I stepped back and thought about it. It was like, he's right because it, I wasn't treating it a 1,000% the way that I needed to treat it. So... I invite you all to take a second and think about it, especially, I mean, this is that time of the year. I know I keep talking about it with your goals and your intentions for 2018, but this is a perfect time for you to sit down and think about what you want to get out of 2018 and what do you need to shift that you have been doing into what you need to be doing to grow and to get to those goals that were where you want to be. So it might be setting hours each week to an hour morning, an hour in the afternoon to respond to your emails that you have coming in. Or depending on obviously the, the size and extent of your business, are you doing your own um, bookkeeping to make sure that you have time allotted uh, within the week so it doesn't get built up and then all of a sudden you have to take a full day at the end of the month. A hot topic right now, which is always a good reminder for me at the end of the year, is to keep your mileage on a regular basis. How are you with your mileage? Uh, next question. Yeah, exactly. And how many hours does it take us at this point to get that ready for our accountants or our tax preparation people? Next question. Yeah. These are these are all see striking striking nerves here, even with that. Last year I sat there and it took me I wanna say it was like probably eight hours and I swore that I was not going to go into 2007 or you know to continue 2017 and do the same thing and I think it was around August that I was like I'm too busy I don't have time for that guess what I have to sit and do again there's gotta be an app for that there is an app but it the only and please give us an idea here if you have something else the app that I found overrides the map system that you use on your phone and I don't like their map does that make any sense Yes, but there's got to be an app yeah. that doesn't do that. I think we're on to something there. You know what was nice to hear? That your husband was right. I like to hear that every once in a while. Well, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> I think we need to have him as a guest. Personally, really think we should have him on as a guest for yeah. this podcast to get a whole other side of Kate Ray. Yeah, he, he would give you a whole other side. I know, that's why I like him. He's a good dude. So. Sorry. I digress. Going back to, are you really owning your business? There's also a point in your business, which I, I know Ed will agree with this, 
of where are you using your time wisely? So, you know, one of the things that I bring up all the time is how much effort it takes for me to keep my books. It's just not my thing. That it is just because I am the owner does not mean that I have to do everything across the board. That it becomes more effective and a lot less energy on my part to have a bookkeeper come in and, and handle that. And that, not to give us a plug here, but there's times as well when that social media or just your different things that are happening within your marketing world, think of how much more time or energy it takes for you to achieve that result that when you bring in experts, it cuts down on the time. I mean, I, I do bring it back to the bookkeeping to not just talk about us, but do you find that with other things in your business? Oh, absolutely. I think that's what a lot of people miss. I mean, this is what they really, they're trying to go about everything on a part-time mindset and they're trying to be jack of all trades and master of none instead of really looking into what their strength is so what the hell am i talking about so if you own hvac chances are you're an hvac expert go do what you're good at if you're a great salesperson go out there and sell leave everything else to the experts in that field and people just 100% they do a disservice to all their businesses by trying to just be a jack of all trades it's crazy and you say give us a plug but that's one of the now for some reason on the social media marketing side of this everybody thinks they can just go and do it themselves and they're really doing a bad job at it so I got five seconds and we'll be right back to finish that thought Kate can really set me off when she starts to talk about it. I get really passionate about the social media marketing aspect of it. I get passionate about what Kate does with her higher level marketing strategy and, and targeting and demographics. And I get so passionate about it because so many people can do so much better by just focusing on their businesses and letting true experts come in and handle those pieces. I mean, I don't do anything but social media and I can get so aggravated by somebody who is attempting to do it by themselves and really as I was stating at the end of that last segment is just actually doing more harm than good if people understood that they would probably stop and I don't know where you're at on that Kate but if I don't stop I'm gonna probably drive off the road <laughs> <laughs> no I, I do agree because it's kind of one of those things of a lot of us also get stuck in that perfection paralysis where if it's not going to be perfect we just don't do it and I say we because I find myself in that cycle time after time it take the opposite of that and it's somebody that says well I have to be on Facebook because everyone else is on Facebook or I have to post to Instagram or you know I recently came across somebody who was so proud of their snapchat account and when I started talking to them about what they do I was like what are you doing on snapchat and they were like oh well that's like the popular platform so if you remember from last week who's our target audience on snapchat it does not fit their demographic whatsoever so it's taking that effort and yet sure you have a, a decent account on snapchat or whatever is it an account or videos or whatever you're putting on snapchat it's an account yes. sure but who, you're not reaching who you need to be reaching. So take the effort and the time that you're spending on there and maybe let's put it somewhere else where it's gonna be a little bit more effective. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I was just watching <laughs> that truck almost take out half the traffic. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree, and, and that is to me that's that that gets right into like, what? Why are you bought? Like, it doesn't make. Why do you need a Snapchat account? It, it just they don't. No, and sometimes somebody might not need a YouTube channel or a, a really they're using Facebook as if it was their personal and not a business. So why bother? It's just. Again, it's it's trying to just do something because somebody else does it. I mean, how often does that turn into a positive thing? Or, you know, so many people tell me, well, I've never gotten ROI from marketing. Well, because everything you're doing has been wrong. Yeah. Like, it's hard to be that blunt, but it's just a fact. And it's also, Ed and I uh, actually were sitting down with a, a new client that we're working with. Um, that it was part of the conversation of, yeah, we know we need to do that. I just can't find the time to do that because, you know, I'm running my business at the same time. And that's the beauty of being able to recognize when you need to bring someone in uh, to assist with that because, yeah, that. but that's what we do. That's what we can help you with. We don't want you to take the time away from your business or uh, your clients that you need, you know, and by business, I like dealing with your employees or with your clients or going out there and recruiting new business because we, it does, that's where our energy is focused and it takes so much less effort for you. Period. It's a Period. great way to end it right there. Yeah. Right? That's it. I have to ask, did you finish all your Christmas shopping? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. The day after, everything is done. Something was delivered today. But I had a run last week and take care of that. So, yes, all good. You? Uh, yeah. No, apparently you didn't because I didn't get anything from you. So, her it's coming Christmas. today. See that? Got to hold her to a higher standard. Good Lord. Oh, Lord. All right, we're good. We're out. It is... We will talk to you in 2018. That's right. We'll see you next year. And it's going to be fun. That's it. That's Peace. it.